Welcome to the knowledge. Well, shout out to all of our fans, the knowledge babies. Mm. Out here getting. And those of you with confidence, the fellow knowledge daddies. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Sean, how's your how's how you doing, buddy? How was uh how's your day going? I okay. Felt a little uh well, I got caught in a rainstorm earlier, didn't didn't appreciate that. Mm. But uh on that. at least at least you were in your uh speedo. I was just my my little my little snuggy speedo. Speedos are making a comeback. Yeah. How about you, Oscar? How you doing? I'm doing good, you know. I made some Angus burgers. Angus. Angus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I my man Bub uh, shout out to Bubba Burgers. Uh, it was good. Bubba burgers suck, man. <laughs> I, had, I had some Wahlburgers over the weekend. Oh, uh, the Mark Wahlberg meal. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty uh pretty good. All right. Yeah, they weren't frozen. They were like fresh. They were like, well, you know what they say about fascists. You know, they they're stickler, sticklers for perfection. Are, are we saying Mark Wahlberg's a fascist? I mean, a little bit. How is he a fascist? <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> Didn't he beat up some Asian guy? Yeah, doesn't make you a fascist. Makes him a racist. Well, they're tied pretty closely together. No, Did he beat him up for that reason? Yeah, he beat him up because the guy was a Marxist. That's why. <laughs> Did he really? No. <laughs> I bet dogs are Mark Wahlberg doesn't even know what a, what a Marxist is. How do you like them apples? He's like, I'm a Marxist. I'm a fan of myself. Yeah, everyone loves Mark. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend used to have a giant poster of Mark Wahlberg on in our basement, and everyone would have to sign it. He's a sexy guy. Huh. Yeah, he's Marky right. Mark. He's like his body in the 90s, really sexy, but he always has that dumb Irish face. Yeah, Marky Mark. I also have that. Marky Mark and and the unwashed balls. That's what his group was called. Yeah. Yeah, so so we're going to talk with Vinny, Vincent Pastor. He's having a show at the Cutting Room September 2nd. You got to come at it. He's also going on tour with with Steve Sharippa and um, Chris... Chris... uh, Maniscalco, no, Chris Manfredonia. Chris, I'll, I'll look it up. Multisante, but that's his character's name. That's not his real name. I, really really yeah. I was saying it as you said it. I got there. And, the, and Vincent Pastor, for those of you who uh, don't recognize the name off the bat, it's as you should. It's he played Big Pussy in The Sopranos. The Sopranos, which, you know, some argue is the greatest television show of all time and he also had a lot of other roles you know he was on uh broadway and woolly woody allen's bullets over broadway he was he had bit parts in a lot of uh in goodfellas and a lot of famous movies yeah are we gonna do a real interview today or is this very usual bullshit we're gonna do a real i got questions for him you know i want to ask him some acting questions because i'm taking my acting career seriously all right no, you're not. You never you never follow up with me on our scene in True West. I followed you last time we went to do it, you didn't show up. Okay, but you never were like, can we reschedule? I know I said <laughs> get it next week, and then you never hit me back up. And then you went I've, on vacation. I've been the one hitting you up on you every time. About it. Vacations and then when it, when I've been hitting you up about it every time. You never once asked me about it. 
because I know you're going to follow through. No, that's not true. I just need a little help. I'm, I'm busy, buddy. I need what help. Doing, what are you doing now this weekend, but next weekend? Uh, I'm getting back from my fucking vacation. I got a roast, but I'll do it from vacation. I don't mind doing it. Dude, well, the whole point is we wanted to do it in person, but then we never did. I could do it over Zoom from vacation. But now now I got a new role I'm preparing for. I'm going to be in a short film yeah. uh, with uh, probably with Alex Col- Col- Kolar. Oh, that's cool. Who's director? Uh, this guy, Vilan Trubb, who's got like he's got like feature length films out on Amazon Prime. Cool. How'd you get that? How'd you get that gig? Because I know I've known this guy for a little while and, uh, you know, we stayed... on the podcast. Yeah, we should get Vilan on the podcast. That would be good. See, now I'm being productive. Oh, here's Vinny, guys. So, right. yeah, I'm excited for this. Oh, I should get all my Italian racism out of the way. Shut up. <laughs> well, we, we introed you, you know, we we told them all about September 2nd. We told them uh, about all your your storied history acting and the Sopranos, of course. But um, yeah, Vinny, we know you've been teaching at HB Studio a lot over Zoom. And uh, I want to ask you, like, when did you start teaching? Did I start teaching acting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of years ago. All right. Yeah, what happened is um, uh, I was doing a play with David Deblinger and David Paval. And David is with HB. He said, why don't you come down to HB and give a lecture? And I gave a lecture, and then they asked me to do a workshop. And now I've been, like, just doing workshops. I I do, uh, you know what my workshops are, Andrew, because usually it's like, you know, four intense classes uh, uh, Sean could never cover it you know <laughs> you know like to Sean it would be like Paris Island you know it would be like you know the big heavy set guy trying to climb over the, uh, over the ladder and he can't make it but Andrew you could make it and Oscar could make it hey, yeah alright <laughs> this is a reversal though because because when we did our acting episode Sean was your your golden child there. He was your golden. No, I love his work. I love his work. I mean, he he's like the prodigal son. I haven't seen him. You know, I there's so many uh, opportunities that have gone gone right by, and I could use you. I'm I'm sorry, you don't come around. Hit me up. What's what's going on? Well, I I think you're a wonderful actor. I think you're a sweetheart. You're a good guy. I mean, if I was gay, which I'm not, I'd kiss your ass. You know. <laughs> And it's more like Andrew's big. Believe him, you know, I'm not going down that road, but I think <laughs> actor. And uh, I would love someday for you to somehow, we could do it on Zoom, and I really want to work on Mice and Men. That'd be cool. Would I be Lenny or would I be George? Well, you and Oscar. What? Which one of us is Lenny and which one of us is George? You're Lenny. Oscar's the mouse. Oscar's the mouse or the rabbit. <laughs> I'm the rabbit. I actually, I played, no, I did. I seriously, I played Lenny in uh, 10th grade in my English class. See? So I, do I know uh, about casting or what? No, I agree. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a class. We could just do something full around one night on Zoom because I'm, you know, I mean, I've been getting pretty good with Zoom. I got, um, uh, I, I, I Zoom in people like from Cairo and Pakistan. Uh, and uh, and they like uh, they audition for the school and they join my class 
I had this kid from uh, Pakistan. He was pretty good, Ravi. So, you know, uh, I, I consider myself like an international teacher now. Vinny, I had a question, like a performance question. Because sometimes, especially in comedy, like if I want to do something silly, there's times when I'm not thinking about it and I just do it and it's great. But when I, when I know I'm going to do it, I get in my head and I get self-conscious and I can't do it. How do you get around that? Well, if you ask me a question about comedy, uh, I mean, how do the comedians get around it? Or are you asking a question about acting? Well, I, mean, I, th I figure it, it translates because I'm sure there's parts. To me, uh, uh, acting, layman words. So in other words, if I'm in a scene, talk yeah. like that. If you're in a scene and you're playing a character that is animated and, and weird and crazy and you're not that type of person all the time, how do you switch gears and be that person without feeling like a phony? Okay. Uh, did you ever see Al Pacino and Dick Tracy? Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, he became, like, bigger than who he was, you know, the outfit and everything. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, it all, you, it, you almost, like, become a clown. Mm. Why? When were you in that circumstance? I was in that circumstance today because of, of, on Monday, I, didn't, I did a comedy show, right? And... I started doing this voice and it was real weird. It was like, ah, yeah, no, I don't know. I can't even fucking do it because I get in my head and it's so stupid to me. But it, but in the moment it worked. And then I'm trying to recreate it. And That's I can't. like acting. That is acting. Yeah. It's like the, uh, this kid was working on this uh, accent in class, the, the last workshop, uh, a Southern cop. And I said, you're too Southern. You're being too Southern. You're too, too. And you work on it, and you, you work on it, like, okay, that's, it's like fine-tuned. So the only thing really, you don't know if it works is if you try it out. True, true. Well, what do you think? Somebody's going to, like, throw a tomato at you? I, I want to let Sean, uh, Sean will not permit anybody throwing tomatoes or popcorn or any kind of shit at you while you're up there doing your shit. That's not true. I, I would throw it at him. You would, you would probably be the first one to throw I'll something. i the first one to just completely make it destroy his confidence. You asshole. Yeah. yeah. Why? Do you think Andrew's got a big ego? I think he's got a big ego. <laughs> he does have a bit of an ego, yeah. Well, listen to this. Listen to this. I have a performance well, I, too. Because yeah. Andrew and I have actually, we've been working on True West together for a little while. I know. I, I, he, I, I was, come on, man. I, I think I even suggested it. How come I don't see it? I, well, that's, well, we wanted to get it down like pretty well. I didn't want to get it down. What do you think? Al Pacino works on a play for two years, two years before anybody even sees it. Yeah. I can see it. That gives us a year and a half to keep working on it. Yeah, <laughs> fine, man. What's the rush? You know, yeah. My question is, so what if, if you were filming it next week, that's different, you know? Right. Well, I was, that's what I was going to say, though. It's like, I find just memorization. Listen, listen, I'll tell you something. This is between the three of us and whoever's uh, the 10 people that are watching this podcast. <laughs> uh, work on True West, and I'll let you two guys do it via Zoom. In my last workshop, uh, my uh, which starts September, it's gonna it'd probably be in the middle of October for the last night. Now, what I just did for this last Tuesday is that I had Maureen Van Zant and Sammy do a scene from Streetcar, which we put up, wow. and uh, I had my uh, 
my friend Ernie and his son Dom do my play, Mama's Chair. So we'll just, we're, at the last class, we'll do more than just the students. So if you two knuckleheads want to work on it and present it, here's what I want. I want a nice backdrop and I want something, I want a good scene. How long is the scene? Uh, it's like, four minutes. Like, like 10 pages. No, well, I need to see it before we put it up. We, okay. it was, uh, it's the fifth. It's when uh, uh, Lee comes back from his uh, golf outing with uh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. We did that scene in class. Nice. I know that scene. It's a good scene. I'd like to see it. And, uh, and, and, you know, before we present it and we could present it and put it up that night with, with my own scenes. I, I had scenes going on from 5.30 to 9.30 at night. Wow. Zoom in and out, you know? I was looking at, on, you know, who's in the room. That There was, at one time, like 60 people in the room. Wow. You know? Zooming in and out. Because uh, them, uh, tell your friends when you're going on. In other words, if, you, if we do this, I would say tell your friends you're going on like at 8 o'clock. Okay. All right, well, let's get it. We'll get it together, Sean. Good idea, but I need a run through before we do it because you can't just put it up without me seeing it first. Because I, I may say it's too long, or you, yeah. or you guys suck. But even if, <laughs> even if you suck, right, Oscar, we'll still let him. We'll still let him go for it. You'll let so, him go. Yeah, I'm keeping my I'm keeping my skills fresh. You know how bad how bad could they really be? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Pretty bad. No. I think we're better, better than that scene in the park where uh, Sean was the rabbit, and you know. And, you know people love that scene. People love that scene. They all love me as the rabbit. They don't want to see me as a gangster. They want me more rabbit. You better than that as the rabbit than as Luca Brasi. Yeah, they'd rather see me as a rabbit than Luca Brasi. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. We got some fan questions I want to get to. People answered on Instagram. Um, here's one. Rhodey Hill wanted to know if you're going to work on a Twins remake with Joey Diaz. <laughs> no, but I was going to ask you, Andrew, if you can get me in touch with Joey because I think I'd like to go on Joey's show before my cutting room show so maybe I can push... Uh, uh, some rock and roll. Maybe Joey even come in from Jersey and come in and sit in the audience. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. I'll ask him. Hey, just uh, say Joey. Uh, Vinny wants to do ten minutes. But you cut me and Sean. Me and Sean were talking. You know, you just went right on. No, but no, he, we no, only he have a lot conversation <laughs> about the difference between him acting. You know, like a soft teddy bear, which is why uh, uh, Mice and Men is a good role for you. Right. Uh, yeah, other... Manny is a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear. Well, teddy bear yeah. kills that woman, but yeah. And, and Oscar would be a perfect George. Now, Andrew Sebastian, what am I getting out of this? Well, Oscar in the movie wasn't Gary Sinise. Was Andrew's going to be like our, um, what, uh, what, you want to direct it now? No, I'm directing it. You want to direct it, Andrew? <laughs> you want to direct the scene? I mean, I'll try it, sure. That's not a bad idea. Who's directing um, uh, um, uh, True West? Nobody? Nobody. Uh, Either you. Lewis? We could ask Oscar to direct yeah, it. Or you, I, I can direct. Yeah, you're going to start needing uh, somebody to help you out with this stuff. You always need that third eye. You can't direct yourself. You can't. I don't care what they said. 
How are you going to direct yourself? And if Andrew says to Sean, I think we should do it this way, Sean could say, who are you, the director? And that's how fights start, right, Sean? <laughs> who are you, the director? You that fight, yeah. Right? And, and Andrew's going to say, well, I guess I am. And then Sean's going to say, well, who said that you could be the director? Um, that's not how a fight starts. No, it is how yeah. fights. All right, Vinny, I want to get to these questions because you got some fans who asked asked some questions. Uh, your land, your Lord and Savior, he asked, how did working with the cast of The Sopranos impact your acting skills? Working with The Sopranos impact my acting skills. Working with Jimmy, uh, James Gandolfini, uh really changed my acting skills a lot because I, I kind of didn't know what I was doing. There was a lot of us that didn't know what we were doing. A little Steven, he didn't know what he was doing. Sirico never knew what he was doing. And Jimmy really helped us. Uh, and also uh, uh, Michael Imperioli. Those are two guys who guided us. They didn't tell us how to act. But Michael was writing, uh, and he was writing for us, and Jimmy was always saying to David, um, Vinny needs another take. So he was, like, directing us. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, David, can Vinny have another take? He would say, Vinny needs another take. And that's, yeah. uh, I don't know if I just answered your question. but No, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, did I answer this question, Oscar? I believe so. Yeah, I, I remember watching your the the scene where I just a spoiler alert where you get whacked on the boat at the end, and it's thinking it was how amazing, how like natural, uh, uh, you know, everyone was in that scene, and uh, and uh, how reserved. Uh, I hear that some like for people that come from like stage acting to film acting or vice versa there's a sort of adjustment that needs to be made where it's like being big and out here versus yeah. being like in here. Yeah. Uh, can you speak to that? That's sort of, uh, the difference between those two things. Uh, I really came out of the gate as a film actor. I had done community theater in Westchester, uh, but uh, my first uh, breakthrough was um, uh, a little film called True Love by Nancy Savoka. We shot Morris Park, was with um, Annabella Schiara. I played her father, and I eat at the Toro. And this is years even before The Sopranos. And, um, and I kind of became, I learned how to act as I worked. Mm -hmm. And I started taking classes. You know, and when I look at the work I did in True Love, I said, what the hell were you doing? Same thing in this thing I did in America's Most Wanted. Uh, well, I was just yelling for a half an hour. I what the hell are you doing? And I look at that stuff now. And, uh, and you know, I'm going to tell you something. With the pandemic and everything, it, it, it gives you uh, or gave us, gave me the opportunity to, to, uh, to watch stuff that I did years ago, all of a sudden, like, things would pop up 2 o'clock in the morning, and, 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 like, I'm an extra somewhere in a Michael Caine movie, and, and I'm saying, wow, and all this stuff was like, your life flashes you. It does, it flashes you. Wow. That must be crazy. Uh, yeah. All right, we got, we got one more question. This person, their screen name is bon, bon Pensiero P, so they must be a big fan. Oh, so okay. She said, please tell him I love him. Uh, were you upset when your character died early in the series? 
Well, was I upset? I was upset uh, when I, I, I kind of uh, knew it was coming. But, um, I, you know, it wasn't thrown on me like two weeks before. We knew this was going to happen a year in advance. Vinny, uh, you're going to have a great second season, Vinny. You're gonna, you're gonna get, you, you're getting whacked off the show. Uh, that was David to me, and uh, I says, okay, you know, you don't think you, there's gonna be third, fourth, or fifth season, and if there is, great, you know. Uh, I didn't get left at the gate uh, with a tin cup and asking for pennies. I walked away uh, pretty healthy. I went out to LA and I started knocking off some movies. So I was okay. You know, we go on tour starting October 2nd. We're in Ohio. Me, Michael, and Perioli and Steve Sharippa, we do this thing called Conversations with Sopranos. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, it's similar to that podcast, but it's on stage. It's live. It's the three of us. And uh, we go back, and and you think about um, how I'm going to Great Britain, you know, in June, uh, we were supposed to go before the pandemic, but now we're going back. They, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 75 years old. And I'm going to Great Britain, and and uh, and people want to talk to us about one thing and one thing only, and it's about the Sopranos. Yeah, it's crazy, you know. So when I go to Belfast, Sean, I'm gonna look up some of your relatives and see if they want any comp tickets. <laughs> so you're not from Ireland? Uh, yeah, I'm from Ireland or something. You don't know where you, you don't know where you're from? Okay. You really, tell me you really don't know where you're from. I, I have no clue. I mean, I know there's some in Ireland, I think some from France. I don't really care. Uh, you're like a, a mutt. Yeah. Yeah, my ex-wife was a mutt. She had everything in her. <laughs> yeah, is that why she's your ex-wife? She's like, yeah, she had everything in it. Then she probably had some Italian in it when I was around. And then, uh, <laughs> and then she went to some kosher meat. <laughs> All right, Vinny, this is a real question. I'm not just making it up. P.F. Bennett wants to know, what was it like working with me? <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's just, you know, listen, let me tell you something. Andrew and I have this bond. I mean, when we did uh, things on the show, you know, a lot of it was, we knew we were going to goof out on each other. We knew it was going to be a setup, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the same thing happens on any talk show, Jimmy Fallon, any with the sidekick. And as we were going into the second season, uh, I, I, I wanted Andrew to be more than just the guy behind in the booth. I, I we, we created him as a character on the show. So, Andrew, you did a good job, man. Thank you. I, I loved it so much. I was that so was funny. Did you guys see that when he tried to audition with my band, with, with Frankie Pizzani, he was playing a Monica. He was, it was terrible. <laughs> oh man, I have to see that one. That's what was funny. The fact that you were terrible, and I knew you were going to be terrible. I'm not a bad harmonica player. <laughs> oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be doing a duet with Killer Joe at the Cutting Room. Uh, if you got balls, you can come up there and we'll let you play. All right, I'll do it. So I'm in Sweet Home Chicago, and then it's a, it goes right into Kansas City. You know that song, Key of C, because Killer bought me harmonica for my birthday. So you got competition. He's only got a harmonica <laughs> in G. I know you blow better than I do. <laughs> yeah, we had one episode where I talked about having sex with a dude. We're not talking. If you, 
let me tell you something. If you can't bring up that subject right now. <laughs> well, okay, you you brought it up. We'll move on. We've talked extensively about all the men and had sex with. I've always only one. Anyway, yeah, all, let's move on. We're moving 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 on. Anyway. Uh, so Vinny, you, you owned, um, a crazy music venue in New Rochelle back in the day, the crazy horse, right? Yes, sir. So did any like big bands come through there? Yes, sir. Tell me who, tell me all about it. Well, you don't know who they were because they, you, you know, you're an acid guy. You're into like, like metal and shit. I didn't do that. No, I'm not. I like classic rock. I love classic rock. You want me to hear Buck Norman, Blue Oyster Cult? I've heard of Blue Oyster Cult. His name was Buck Dahman. That was his fake name. His fake. Donnie used to come in on Tuesday nights uh, and jam. Uh, we had a jam session on Tuesday nights. Lester Chambers from the Chambers Brothers. Uh, actually, I put a band together with Lester and Harvey Brooks, who played with the Doors and Dylan. See, but you don't know who these people are. And I know the Doors. I know Dylan. Uh, you look at the album covers, you'll see Harvey Brooks was the bass player. That's he cool. also was in an album called Super Session with Al Cooper. Um, anyway, I had Daryl, used to come in, Daryl Hall, he would come in, but he didn't sing. I had uh, David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks come in after I did a concert. They hopped up on stage and sang one night. But I had bands from the tri-state area. It was pretty cool. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> And, and so when did you start performing music? Oh, uh, I was in a couple of musical comedies before that, but uh, at the Crazy Horse, we used to get up there and sing and shit. And uh, my band, the Gangster Squad, are those guys from back in the day. The same guys from those bands, you know? And, uh, and you know, my show isn't about me. It's, it's about... You know, all of the guys up on that stage, they all get a chance to sing three or four songs. And and then I have guys like Killer Joe uh, coming up as my guests. And uh, and if, yeah, I'm serious, Andrew. If you want to come up and play harmonica, Sean, how bad can he be? Were we going to hook him? He's not that bad of a harmonica player. I'll give him that. I think it would be pretty, pretty good fun. Right. Also, I don't think there's much of a difference between a good harmonica player and a bad harmonica I can't even tell. I mean, I <laughs> He was like my favorite, Paul Butterfield. But, uh, and I hear Killer Joe, he's supposed to be pretty good. But, um, uh, yeah, how, how do you know who's good and bad? It's not like a sax player. You can't hit all kinds of crazy notes. You can if you're really good. Have you ever heard Toot Steelman? Yeah. And he plays like the chromatic harmonica. That's the whole thing. Yeah. What's his name? Toots what? Steelman. Wasn't he did a soundtrack to the Cincinnati Kid? Probably. Let me look it up. I bet you. I bet you a cheeseburger. He did the soundtrack to the Cincinnati Kid. Okay. Cincinnati. And I tell you what else be done. And the Cincinnati Kid was directed by Robert Benton. Okay. Who also directed the Hurricane, and I was in that. Uh, it's not coming up, so I don't know. It's a falsehood. It's not true. It's a lie. Never happened. But Vinny, Vinny, I wanted to know, could you could you run us through an acting exercise, like how to be emotionally vulnerable or something? You mean right now? Yeah, why not? Emotional vulnerable? <laughs> yeah. yeah okay, let me go to Oscar first, all right? Yeah. Sean says I'm dead inside, so. He is dead on the inside. No, I'm going to get, we're going to get serious, man. Oh, 
Okay. Oscar. Yeah. Uh, I want you to think about the worst thing that a woman ever did to you emotionally, not physically, emotionally. And while you think about it, I'm going to ask you questions that have nothing to do with whatever you're thinking about, but I need you to react to me the way you would react if you were talking to this woman who fucked up your life. All right. All right. I don't want to know who she is, and I don't want to get sued by the media, you know? Like, I don't want to end up like Cuomo that we brought up this bitch. But she's in your. She's head. famous, so yeah. Uh, between you and I yeah. and the audience, the bitch. So think, okay. about, think about the bitch. Okay. Okay. Talk to you, and 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 she's going to be what you call Sean substitution. You ready? Okay. So did you see her today? No, no, I didn't see her today. Why not? Because I don't. I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her right now. Wrong. Well, she's a good-looking woman, man. She's hot. That's there's a lot of hot women out there, man. Well, wait a second, man. The other night you came over the house. You said you met this very beautiful Latino girl down in the village, and you said you loved. You want to marry her? Now, you, now you don't have nothing to do with her. What'd she do? Look, she she went behind my back, and she she was fooling around. I well, well, some dude, some dude, well, just some dude at a bar. Oh, Sean, that guy, Sean. She, she was fucking your buddy. She was fucking your buddy. Yes, she was. Look, I didn't expect it. Like, Sean out of everyone, anyone? How do, you know, how do you know that this bitch fucked Sean? I just, I just see it on this goddamn smug face. You could see, like, that he's fucking he's walking you? on sunshine. Oh, wait a second. She didn't tell you this? You just think that Sean did this to your girlfriend. I can I can smell this guy. I don't think Sean's made that way. Let's bring Sean in on this conversation. Sean, how are you, Sean? Good, Vinny. How you doing? Well, let me ask you something. You ever see Raging Bull? Of course, I've seen Raging Bull. Did you fuck Oscar's girlfriend? I didn't fuck. Did you fuck Oscar's girlfriend? I didn't fuck Oscar's girlfriend. Fuck his girlfriend. I didn't fuck his girlfriend. Liar. He said, "What did you say, Oscar?" I can smell it. I could smell him on her. Everyone can smell your wife, your your girlfriend. He smells. What do you like, Andrew? How do you know how he smells? He, you can smell him from the other room, man. Smell her on him. No, she, she. What? I don't know. I don't know. It could be in my head. It could be okay, in my head. Okay. All right, we forgive you. Listen, 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 listen. If you have one word to say about this woman, one word in the history of words, in the vocabulary of all vocabularies, what's the word? Chub. What? Chump. Chump? Chump. Who's the chump? It's a it's an insult. It's, it's an insult. It's a grave insult. You're the chump or she's the chump? Well, she's the chump. She's missing out. She's missing out on this. She's a chump. Yeah, well, 
You know what? I need a therapist, you know, but I think you're a fucking chump. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So, wait, he was supposed to be thinking. How do you feel about that exercise, Oscar? I like it. I like it. Substitution. Yeah, you were thinking about yeah. somebody else. I don't want to know. Andrew doesn't want to know, and Sean don't want to know. That's yeah. it. You know. Listen, listen. Did you ever see the Sopranos while I was sitting on the toilet bowl and was crying? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I didn't want to rat on Tony. They kept saying, "Where's pussy? Where's pussy?" And uh, I was in the bathroom crying. They waiting to take a picture. We yeah. shot one take. I, was, I wasn't thinking about the fact that I had hemorrhoids. I was thinking about something pretty heavy, man, you know? Yeah. And I, I was a boom. And that David didn't have to know. You don't have to know. I ain't telling Sean. Yeah, right. Nah. Well, it's called substitution. And another word for it is called emotional recall. Mm. And it works. In other words, let's say you're doing something on stage and you got to do the same thing every night, seven days a week. Well, you have some one, you may not be able to do the way you did it the night before. So you, you drive it to something else to, to make it fresh again. Like if you got to come out and I got to look at Andrew and he's the villain, right? But he's a sweetheart. But on stage, he's the villain and I want to kill him. I want to fucking take out a gun and shoot him in the fucking head right in the middle. So I got to come out and think that Andrew is not Andrew. Andrew is somebody who I really want to shoot in the middle of the fucking head. Uh, what yeah. me, though, and Andrew is the person I want to shoot in the head. <laughs> well, dude, that's not acting. That's called reality, man, if you really want to shoot him. Right. That's good casting. What? That's good casting. Yeah, I was going to say, would that work, though, as an actor, if, like, say, two actors really did hate each other, and I'll put it, like, in the scene, the characters also hate each other? There are movies that have been done where two actors really did hate each other. Hmm. And, uh, you know, if you hear about it and think about it and then watch it, you can say, you know what? Fucking Rod Steiger, backseat of On the Waterfront with Marlon Brando. When they cut the Rod's close-up, fucking Brando said, I got to go see my shrink. So Rod did it to the stand-in. And it was a story, and I was in the elevator with him one night, and we were doing a movie called Men of Respect downtown, and and I I was told to watch him and make sure he gets to his car. I mean, I wasn't a driver. I I was an actor, but I wanted to be with Rod Steiger. Yeah, I'll take him. So I said to him in the elevator, so what was it like working with Brando? He said, that fuck, that son of a bitch, he left me to go see his shrink. I had to do my close-ups with a stand-in. Wow. Damn. 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 Can, yeah. Before we Damn. leave, can I try Can I try one, a substitution? <laughs> but I, I'd like to see you work, dog, because I'm burnt out, man. This, this, okay. this podcast put a lot of energy into me. I'd like you <laughs> You to do it with Sean. Okay. All right. So Sean, oh, you, you guys come up with a what's the scenario, Andrew? Um, I'm a uh, I'm gonna try to get angry because I have trouble getting angry. So then you why don't you be a you want to be okay? Why don't you be a patient in a mental institution? Okay. Uh, Sean is like cuckoo's nest, and Sean is the orderly in a big white fucking outfit. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, he wants you to get back into the fucking cage. <laughs> okay. All right. And you're in the day room, you know, like Brad Dourif, uh, Cuckoo's Nest. You're in the day room. You know who Brad Dourif is? He was in Cuckoo's Nest. He got the Academy Award. Is he the Native uh, American fellow? No, he was Billy Babbitt. Oh. That's Brad. And I met Brad. He was in Woodstock. Um, he's still around. He's a good actor. So anyway, um, it's like Cuckoo's Nest. You're in the day room. And, and, and Sean is... Uh, the orderly is you the orderly, and you want him to get back into the fucking cage. Action. Mm. Uh, Andrew, it's time to get back into your room. I'm not going back in there. I'm not going back. It's time to go back in your room. I told you I'm not going back here. Go back into your room. Fuck, fuck away from me. No, come on. Enough's enough. No, man. I can't do this. I gave you an extra five minutes. It's time to go back into your room. Fuck you. Fuck you. I've had enough. Get in your room now. All right, I got to stop. They're going to call the police. I don't want to upset my neighbors. I I don't know why you went yelling. God. And scene. And scene. Yeah. Why don't you do it without cursing? Okay, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you play it? Without screaming, and the scream is internal, like you want to scream, but you can't scream because there's your neighbors in real life. But because if you scream in the in the, in the cell, they're gonna put you in a fucking padded fucking cell. Oscar, I'm glad you went dark. You were smart enough to realize. Let's get these guys. We're just getting serious here now. Oh so yeah. Fuck, and I'll go dark, and let's let these guys do it again. <laughs> now, Andrew, just don't play it so. Angry, play it like, um, like more like Danny DeVito did, um, uh, as he did in Cuckoo's Nest. He played, uh, Martini. He was more humble. Let me see that. How about me, Vinny? Was that any notes on my oh, no notes for you, Sean? You're 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 you're, on the, you're amazing. Thank you. Okay, <sighs> all right, Andrew, time's up. I'm gonna go back to your room. Oh, I can't go back. Can't go back. Yes, you can. It's time to go back. Oh, come on! I've given you extra two minutes. Time to go oh, back. I go, I'm not going back in there. You can go on your own, or I can get the cuffs. I can't go back in there. It doesn't feel right. Yes, you can. It's time to go back. Enough. This is something gonna hurt me. It's gonna hurt me. I can't. I don't care if it hurts. It's time to go back into your room. I can't do it. No, no, no. That's it. you've told me this every single day. Go into your room now. You're going into your room one way or another. There's no way you can touch me. I'll fucking kill you if you touch me. Get get over here now. Enough of this nonsense. Now get into your room or I'll go get all the other orderlies and we will drag you by your feet. Enough. Enough of the crocodile tears. I'm so tired of you people. Fucking, I'll fucking kill your family. You fucking. You shut the fuck up. You don't bring my family into this. Huh? Get over here. Sorry. Get over here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's better. Let's go walk to your room. Stop right there. That was amazing, Andrew. That was amazing, Sean. Yeah. That was good. Oh, tell him. 
That was really good. That was really good. You want to become famous? That was amazing, Andrew. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. That was that was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was really good. Surprisingly good. So it was embarrassed. Embarrassed about what? I don't know about looking like a crazy person. Well, don't 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 try to be in this business. No, I mean. Yeah. You know, you're good at it. You know, you're, you know, you toss between. You don't know if you want an egg salad sandwich or a hot dog. <laughs> I'm wanting both. I want it all. Uh, yeah. all right. no, it, was no. it was good work, man. It felt good. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you. Good, Sean. How do you How do you feel? I felt good. I you know, I was able to tap into some natural, just like done with this behavior attitude. I want to get the job done. Yeah. Easy to just kind of snap at him. What animal were you working on? Me? I was thinking just going like classic grizzly bear, where the grizzly bear doesn't want to get angry. Yeah. It does, it comes out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw something about that. Oh, Legend of the Fall at the end, and he fights the bear. I could watch that movie all the time. Listen, I don't know how long you guys want me on your podcast. I think it was amazing. I mean, I love doing this. Uh, uh, look at me, man. I got a full backdrop. Yeah, yeah. what is that background? backdrop? It's a, it's a record store. I think the one down in the village. And because we've been doing that with the class. I mean, the backdrops really, really uh, uh, make the scene uh, uh, work. Uh, we're doing some backdrops in black and white and everything. So. Yeah. And Sean and Oscar, uh, when we go into uh, my next workshop, I want you to come in. Uh, Andrew does it on Tuesday nights. We just, he comes in, you, you don't talk, you know, you don't ask nobody no questions. Uh, not that, you know, I'm trying to tell, say, I don't want you to talk, but you're not supposed to talk. Mm-hmm. And you watch the students work, you know? And then in the last class, sometimes we ask people, how do you feel about blah, blah, blah. But it's better to just observe. Well, man, just yeah. us the invite too, so we can get on this. He likes no, he likes high, spending time with you and not telling us about it. No, no, <laughs> no. I'd, I would love no. to uh, sit in. Why well, Andrew doesn't tell you he comes to class, free acting classes? He doesn't say all oh, Vinny doesn't charge. Yeah, told me about this. I, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I hope you guys come. And uh, um, Vinny, I just want to thank you uh, for well for coming on the podcast. Um, and for being just so generous of a teacher in general, you know, it really has meant a lot to me. You want to know what's weird, Andrew, what? about what? all this stuff? Um, because you and I worked for a couple of years on the podcast. We're trying to get, and I don't care, I'll bring his name up. We're trying to get, what's his name? Sebastian. Um, Maniscalco. We wanted trying to get him on the show. And, I, you know, he had this, I don't know, he didn't want to do it or, and Johnny was getting mad. Mm. I just did a movie with him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, wow. The movie about uh, Casablanca Records. He plays the Donna Summer's agent. Oh. He's a real guy, the guy who discovers Donna Summer. His yeah. name is Geoff, G-O-F, somebody. He did the music to Midnight Express also. But, you know, I'm just saying, you never know, man. You never know. And I'm gonna tell you something. I broke your balls and all everything on the on the on the podcast about Tommy. Tommy hooks me up now. I know, I see. Hey, Tommy and I uh Tommy uh and I bonded again and, and it's because of uh the podcast, you know. He's both had the same birthday and everything and uh 
he said, let's go eat and everything. So I'm glad. So that was pretty cool. With Tommy. And, uh, but I never heard from Halle Barry. I don't know what you said. I know she's got a man. So big, nice, bronze motherfucker, you know, bro. You know, I know all that shit. And I, you know, I just looking for a little, little, little sugar candy. That's all I want. <laughs> okay, Benny, we should have ended a minute ago. <laughs> right, you know, cut that part out. Uh, Allie, you know, I just want to lick her belly button. <laughs> okay. Well, well, anyway, Vinny, it's an honor. Uh, yeah. And everyone, go to the cutting room September 2nd. Sign up. You can learn also from Vinny how to act. You can do it. Go through to HB um, Acting Studio and you can sign up. And then also check him out. He's going to be on tour with uh, the Sopranos with with um, Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharipa. So coming to a city near you. Yeah, well, we're going to be at um, Warren, Ohio, Mesa, Arizona, right. Staten Island, Atlantic City, nice. uh, Belfast, Dublin, Waterloo, Winnipeg. Hell yeah. That's, yeah. Right? That's going to be fun. And the show's called In Conversations uh, with the Sopranos, right? Conversations with the Sopranos, yeah. Yes. yeah we go. What happens is we have a comedian. Uh, Joey Cole comes out. He runs. He goes on tour with us, and he does some skits and stuff. And brings out another local comedian. Then Joey introduces us. We do uh, film clips, and we come out. And then he interviews us. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, and it's it's good, you know, especially the stuff they ask me. And uh, and then uh, <clears throat> we do Q and A with the audience, and then we do a meet and greet. All right, so we're gonna put in the show notes. Andrew, I want you to come to one of our shows. I'd love to. I'd love to come to Staten Island or Staten Island would be probably good. It's in February, St. Charles. All right. I don't go to Staten Island. Oh, I can get you in Atlantic City with me because I bring the show to me in Atlantic City. That's fair. I'll go to Atlantic City with you. Yeah. Yeah, Sean is my Atlantic City bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's going to be links in the Sean, comments. Me and Sean walking up to the fucking uh, poking table. And Sean's on over my shoulder, and I, and I sit down, and I'm all decked out. He just stands over there, and, <laughs> and we don't say shit, man. Fucking <laughs> in the Cincinnati kid. All right, all right, all right Vinny. Thank you so much. For uh, yeah, I love you, Vinny. Uh, thank you. Read my T-shirt. What? Oh, yeah, so Big Pussy's not dead. He's in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Vinny. I'll speak to you soon, man. I'll see you guys. All right. All right. Yeah. Tuesday. That was good. That was great. Good time. That was amazing. Yeah. And you're seeing both of you. I feel like the second one was really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. With uh with some notes and uh from Vinny, uh that was very is impressive. I really do believe I can be a pretty decent actor. Yeah, I really do yeah. believe I uh, can be typecast as a psychopath. I, I, you, would make, you would make for a good mental patient. Yeah, that's literally my greatest fear in life is being a mental patient. That's for, you're currently locked up as an illusion. But but how about playing one on TV? It's not that bad. And yeah. depending on uh, who I'm with, yeah. Uh, but anyway, guys, that, yeah. that's been the episode. Thank you all for listening. And uh, please tell your friends, subscribe, and uh, have a great night. Like, share, subscribe. Boom. All right.